I desperately hope young kids that are racing go-karts, quarter midgets, bandoleros, you name it, any of these young kids, tonight's the example that you want to go off of, not, not last night. That was an S show last night. And the scary part, and I had conversations with people today about it, and what scares me is that's these kids watch that and think that that's what they're supposed to do. And you go to go-kart races and kids' parents are fighting because somebody's dumping one kid's dumping another kid because that's what they see on TV and and tonight was a great example that that's not how you have to race you can race clean you can race door to door you can race hard uh, but you can race each other with respect and I think that's the truck series has a zero amount zero percent amount of it they uh, I mean you watched that show last night and it was whoever was going to have a straight car at the end of the race. Crystal Clay, RacingRefresh.com. This one's for Tony Stewart. I was watching you um, standing in the pit box while watching the TV while Cole was doing his burnout, and you almost didn't move for a matter of minutes while everybody was jumping over the wall. So I just want to know what was going through your mind then, and also how does it feel knowing that you could not only double down but triple down with championships next week as well? The reason I wasn't moving, I was watching the replay trying to figure out how did he pull that off. And and that's literally what I was doing at the pit box. I'm like, I have to understand. When you're a competitor, you've got to understand every aspect of it. And and watching it live as it was happening, it was like, what just happened? And it comes off a of turn four and you see him get the lead back. And you're like, well, that, that turned out great. But how did it happen? And that's what I was doing was sitting there watching the replays. Uh, I'm too old to jump over walls at Mach 12 like these young kids. Um, but to answer your question, I mean, I, I'm excited that we win a championship this weekend. We have an opportunity for our two drivers next weekend to win a championship. And, um, that's, that's a pretty exciting scenario to be in at this point of the season. Hey, Tony, uh, David Brandt from the Associated Press. I know obviously tonight's kind of Cole's night, but just wondered your thoughts. Kevin Harvick, obviously his last race tomorrow. Just what do you think about his career just as, as he wraps things up? Uh, I'll lose a little sleep tonight, to be honest. It's and it has been the last couple of weeks. It's uh, kind of sad, you know, to to know that it's his last weekend and Eric's last weekend. Um, Eric and I were teammates back in the Gibbs days, and you know, obviously Kevin, I drove his Xfinity car for him before he came to SHR, and we've got a great friendship. So um, you know, it's sad to see both of these guys go. They've been great teammates. They've been great friends. Um, you know, but you understand, all of us at some point have to change directions in our life and I'm 1000% supportive of their decisions um, you know Kevin's one of those guys he doesn't make a change without having an eye on what his next move is and and I know he's prepared for this um, and Eric's the same way I mean Eric's just Eric's just calm cool and collected all the time but he's a great family man he's a great husband great father and uh, a great friend so um, I'm at I'm excited for both of these guys. I'm excited for the next journey, but it is sad knowing that, that 24 hours from now uh, it's all going to be over. So, um, yeah, I'm appreciative of what Kevin's done for the company, what Eric's done for the company. Uh, they've both been great leaders these last four or five years and uh, very, very proud that I was able to have them as teammates. Well, I think what people don't realize is how good of a leader he really is and and I've said this in media sessions numerous times. I mean, Kevin Harvick's probably the most well-rounded driver out there from the aspect that obviously he's a great race car driver, but he, he knows how to build championship-winning teams and putting the right people in place. He understands the business side of it. He understands the marketing side of it. 
I, w- I would challenge anybody to find somebody in the series as a driver that can do all those aspects as well as Kevin does. Deb Williams, Auto Week. Jonathan, this is for you. You've been at the with the team since day one, even before Tony came in, and then you were with Tony when he was driving. So to see the team grow like this and get this championship and watch Cole um, also develop as a driver from when he was a kid and come up, what does all this mean to you and to have been there from day one? I mean, you know, it definitely not like not, you know, is uh, – it's special, you know, for those reasons, right? Because been there so long, you know. Uh, thinking this is my 20th year at at uh, you know Stuart Haas and Haas C&C racing before that, and you know when I started in and and you know when people asked me what I wanted to do in racing, you know I, my goal was to start with with a you know a, a team and and be able to be there long term to watch it grow. You know, I'd, as a kid growing up, seeing uh, Richard Childers racing grow into a championship power team and Hendrick Motorsports, and you know to me that's what I I, I love to build stuff. You know whether it's you know, race cars or race teams or whatever it might be. So that's where I get the enjoyment. And then, you know, tonight, like tonight, to see see it come to you know, full, full full circle and and you 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 accomplish what your goals was. I mean, that's I don't think there's anything more rewarding uh, to be able to do that. And and you know, on a personal side, you know, with Cole, you know, I've known him since he was four or five years old and seen him with these little hilly shoes rolling down a ramp and at the racetrack, you know, and and you know, and so to see him grow into a to a, a a young race car driver now growing into a young man, you know, married and and all that stuff that that you do when you get get older, you know, to to see him mature uh, has been you know special. And then you know, of course, you know, growing into a leader, you know, as Tony mentioned about Kevin, we're seeing Cole Custer right now grow into that leader uh, that a Kevin Harvick is, and and you know that's that's neat to see, you know, uh, to and and it makes it rewarding. And then like I say, you know, to see him pull off the move he pulled here tonight over in one and two to, to win the championship. It's just, uh, I mean, it's very, very special. Very proud and just uh, really happy to be be part of part of seeing him win this championship. Go to uh, Jordan Bianchi, and then we'll go upstairs to the press box for a question. Jordan Bianchi with The Athletic. This question's for Tony. Um, amid a season where it's, it's been a struggle uh, on the cup side, does winning a championship in the Xfinity kind of help, you know, maybe provide like a, a silver lining of sorts uh, in, in this kind of year? Yeah, absolutely. It's... Um it, it helps with momentum and, and keeps the morale up at the shop. I mean, it's been a tough couple of years for the cup program. Um, but nights like tonight and finishing off the season on the Xfinity side with a championship and watching JT and Cole pull this off was, uh, is something that we will, that the cup shop will, will absolutely ride that their coattails on that momentum. So, uh, you know, that's, that's a boost that these guys, that the whole shop needs right now, no matter what, whether they're racing on Saturday or Sunday. When it's a year like this and it's frustrating, is you know, do you ever question yourself of why I keep doing this and you know maybe it's time to go do something else and, and, and you know? No, if it was easy, it's not even fun. I mean, you take competitive people that want to win and be competitive. If it's easy, it's not worth doing. You, you might do it once, you might do it twice, but if it's just that easy and the only time you stay is if you win, then everybody would get out of here after they've won a championship. It's... Uh, these are the moments that define legacies and dynasties and and um you know it's it's not always going to go right i mean this is a sport that the technology is constantly changing and evolving week after week and sometimes you hit it sometimes you don't but you know the thing that we still have at shr and, and it's the xfinity program it's the cup program is we got a bunch of racers in there that don't have any quit in them they fight and uh you know we haven't we haven't found stuff for the sunday program but you know, we found it for the Saturday program, and, and I'm proud of these guys for what they did. 
Uh, fair to say then, looking at reading or listening to what you're saying, that there is no consideration of, of selling a charter or anything like that, and that you guys are committed Why to this. Why are we talking about this on Saturday night when this guy just won a championship? Okay. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about JT doing an awesome job and our driver doing an awesome job winning the championship tonight. Well, to that point, uh, I need to get JT back to the championship stage. Any five, we'll say we have time for one or two more if we have any questions for JT. We'll go to Kelly and Dustin and wrap there. Kelly Crandall, Racial.com. You were talking about Cole and how long you've known him. These last two weeks, how impressed have you been by your driver? You mentioned the move he made to win this race. I even think back to last week. You guys are facing the other direction coming to the finish, and he's driving it backwards across the finish line to advance and do what he has to do. How impressed have you been with him the last two weeks? Yeah, for sure. You know, uh, we've been impressed with him all year. But, yeah, these last two weeks, you know, uh, you know, I've worked with Tony, and you can see when that uh, desire is there uh, and that, that championship uh, is kind of, you know, burning in the belly, so to speak. And I've seen that in Cole the last two weeks. And uh, well, really since the, the chase has begun, you know, even back to Homestead, you know, we, you know, we was right there uh, and, and had a shot to win that race. And really what impressed me about that, you know, me and him both made mistakes at that race, you know, with him, uh, you know, getting in the fence and then me stepping over the line and, causing us to lose a – have to come back down pit road. But to see him bounce back from that at Martinsville and be able to, uh, you know, regain his focus and and, and, uh, and kind of, you know, get us pointed in the direction we needed to be to give him a car to compete there at Martinsville. And then, you know, uh, you have the chaos that ensued at the end of that thing. And then him and uh, uh, Andy Houston having the presence of mind to, to, to say put it in reverse and back across the uh, start finish line was pretty impressive. But then, you know, all week in here this weekend, I mean, just laser focused all week, uh, you know, working together and trying to, you know, develop what we wanted to bring here to, to run as a setup. And then, you know, just uh, going through practice yesterday. And then, of course, tonight, you know, that was just, uh, you know, that was the, the stuff that's going to be seen on TV, of course, uh, was the, the movie made tonight. But, you know, there's a lot of things that he done that, that, that led this team and helped us get us in the right direction to, uh, to be ready to be in a position like that to be able to pull off a move like that to win a championship. Uh, I made a mistake where there's a question in the press box for JT. We'll take that, and then we'll, we'll let him go. Uh, Jim Utter, motorsport.com. The question is actually for Tony. Um, Tony, there was uh, there would be a lot of drivers who probably would have difficulty in uh, making an adjustment of kind of being sent from Cup back down to Xfinity. Uh, but it seemed like Cole sort of embraced it from the start. I just wondered what you thought, how he would handle it this season, and is tonight a culmination of sort of his determination and trying to fight his way back. Yeah, it absolutely is. Um, you know, it, it wasn't a, it was a calculated decision to move him back and it was the gain for him to gain confidence. And, and like JT said, his leadership is growing through this year. And as his confidence has grown, the leadership side's coming into play as well. So, uh, yeah, I, I think it's a valid question and a valid point that, yeah, when, when a driver makes it to the big show and then, you know, has to step back, you know, one series, it's, um, there's a lot of things that could go wrong, but there was a reason we made that decision and, and it's character building. And, and it's like I told him tonight before we came into the media center, I said, this is why we did what we did. And this is what you're doing. The steps that you're making and, and the progress you've made this year is exactly what we were hoping for. So, uh, he's doing the right things he, he will end up in a cup car at some point. Uh, I feel like in the future, I mean, he's, he's doing the work. He's, he's 
been a great leader at the shop with these guys, and and I have the utmost confidence that he will be back in a cup car at some point. Okay, uh, JT, I'm going to let you go back to the championship I, stage. I have to take him. What's that? I have to take him. Tony, we got a couple more for you. Oh, shit. My understanding. Congrats, JT. All right, we'll continue uh, for a couple more with Tony. Um, Greg, do you still have a question? We'll go to Greg here in the center. Thank God. <laughs> First of all, I want Greg Engel with Forbes. I wanted to say thanks for taking a couple uh, hours a couple weeks ago on the NHRA thing. Talking about kind of his not selling charters, but coming into next season, two new drivers um, are going to be in your cars. Do you look at this as a kind of a reset? to help build them up, that momentum to go into the reset, especially if you do well next week with your other two teams? I don't know if we look at it as a reset necessarily. I mean, it's it's not what we wanted as a company, obviously. I mean, I'd love to have Kevin and Eric back in the cars next year. Uh, but I'm excited about the direction our program's going. Um, obviously, having Josh Berry come into the car, I'm, I'm excited about Josh. I like Josh as a person. I like him as a race car driver, and he's one of these guys that his dad didn't fund his way to the top. This kid is earned his way to the top and uh, that's why we put him in that four car because it's that's a hard seat to fill um, I mean I guess it's a kind of a mandatory reset it's not that we're trying to reset it's just we're kind of forced to a certain degree to reset losing two drivers like that and two veteran drivers so um, I I'm really happy about the direction we're going I feel like we're going to have four really good drivers next year that are that are going to work well together, I feel like, and, and are going to bring some new energy to the shop. We'll go up to the front here to Jerry. Jerry Jordan, kicking the tires.net. Yeah, I was going to ask you, you're awfully subdued up there. The most, and you know, what's this? I've seen some of your celebrations. What's this thing going to be like with, uh, you know, tonight with Cole and celebrating this uh, championship? I just told them I didn't care how much trouble they got in tonight. Just make sure we had a phone number for a responsible adult to get him out of jail if that's where they end up. So after watching last night, I didn't know what direction the media center was going to be in tonight. I didn't know if you guys were all doing tequila shots up here with each other or what. But um, no, I, I'm proud of those guys. Uh, I am not going to be a part of the late night festivities. Um, I I, <laughs> I got to catch my breath a little bit. It's uh, It's been a long season on many fronts and um, I'm just proud to spend the time with those guys tonight up there and, and see their accomplishments and really proud of the job they've done for our company. I know Gene, be, Gene being here was huge, and Gene, to, to see that championship is something I'm, I'm really excited about. It's not about me. It's, it's about Gene. It's about Cole. It's about Joe Custer. It's about those guys and, and what, they, what they've been working towards. So um, I'm just proud to be a part of it with them. That was my follow. Up. That was my follow up on Gene. Just being here and the whole organization coming together like. See, that. I could see it in your eyes. I knew what was coming. We we think alike, you know. I got you got the eight. We'll uh, go here in the center to Cole. Cole, you still have a question? Raise your hand. Cole Kusumano with Arizona Republic. Uh, Tony, tonight marked uh, five straight weeks. Riley's finished inside the top four. What have you seen from him um, over these past couple months as a person and competitor and sort of how he's kind of progressed? Kind of the same lines as Cole, just a, a step or two behind that. But, um, you know, when I, when I talked to Riley after the Vegas race, I said, that's the hardest one. 
the first one's always the hardest. And after that, it becomes easier because you've done it. You know the steps you took to get yourself there. And Riley's finish to the season has been remarkable. And and I told him he came to Victory Lane to congratulate his teammate. And I said, remember that conversation we had? I said, you will carry momentum now. And he's carried it all the way to the end of the season. And I told him, I said, you don't even realize how much that momentum is going to carry through the off season to next year. So for Cole to win the championship, for Riley to have the run that he's had at the end of the season, I couldn't be more proud of our Xfinity program and the direction and and how well these two drivers are doing driving our race cars. So I'm, I'm excited to have them back. Take one more. Lee, do you still have a question? We'll wrap it up here in the front with Lee. You can just ask it, Lee. Thank you, dear. There's been a changing of the guard. You know, we're looking at a championship four group. Larson's the oldest guy. I mean, you know, you were looking at him when he was coming up on tour. But I, I, it's just like we've lost your generation. You know, Harvick's the last one out of that group to go out the door. How do you assess this generation, and how do you keep this generation from being what we saw last night? I mean, can you know, do they need to have, like, pep talks from – the senior guys from owners, you know, telling them, you know, if I looked at your highlight reel right now, I'd tell you to, you know, find another day job. I mean, how forceful um, do you guys have to be? Does ownership have to be? Because ultimately you're the guys that do the hiring. Good news. I feel like it's self-policing from our side as owners because I'm not hiring any of those guys that were pulling those antics last night. I don't want those guys driving our race cars because if they're going to crash somebody else, people get tired of that after a while. And when they get tired of it, then they start tearing up your race cars. And we're not the ones that are driving it and putting everybody in those scenarios. That driver is. So we're going to put drivers in that we feel like have their have their act together and, and their composure and uh, know how to do it the right way. And when you see those guys, then those guys get snatched up pretty quick by owners because we're all paying attention to what's going on in the truck series. But as much as they can make a name for themselves in a positive way, they also have the same ability to make a name for themselves in a negative way and make it to where we're not interested in looking at them anymore. So, so it gives you more time to focus on the other drivers that you think have potential. Well, first of all, I'm not sure if I've drank enough alcohol to be allowed in the media center this late. <laughs> Apparently there's a new standard that has changed since I drove full time, but I'll do the best I can uh, with limited amount of alcohol in my system. But um, I, th I think the restart at the end of the race was a very good indication and, and example of how Cole's matured as a driver this year. Um, you know, to watch him go in turn one, and he was literally third going into one, and watch how he did what he had to do to get himself in a good position to get off a of turn two was remarkable. And, and literally, I've watched the replay four times, and I still haven't totally 100% figured out exactly what he did behind the steering wheel, but it was super impressive. And, uh, you know, as dominant as they were to the end and then have a caution come out at the end and watching the truck race last night, you see how much chaos. And maybe these truck kids can learn from from what happened tonight. I mean, you had all four guys up there up front and never laid a wheel on each other and, and raced for a championship, didn't just play bumper cars. So um, I'm really proud of Cole. I'm proud of the job he did. I felt like he drove an excellent race the entire time from start to finish. He was smooth. He was methodical. Um, him and JT worked through what changes needed to be made. 
And, uh, you know, when it came down to it on a two-lap restart, the start of the restart didn't look very good, but what he did, getting himself in position off a of turn two, uh, and then finishing off in three and four was really impressive. I, I'm super impressed with the job he did.